0: That's it, man. That's it. The main thing is, it's good to see you.
1: Good to be seen. <laughs> it's really good to see you, Brad. Yeah, I miss you. I miss you too. man. It's been uh, what three, four years? Nineteen, I think you. Uh, yeah. Left we've, the station and...
0: been down here for four years now. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know that we've seen each other since. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think we have.
1: No. And by the way, I'm Buckskin Bob.
0: <laughs> kind
1: of a celebrity out of the UP in northern Wisconsin. They call me Buckskin Bob. I don't have no clue why. <laughs> All five and a half deer from Alpha, Michigan, which is well above this map. Yeah. Right on the border.
0: Yeah, I uh, from the reviews I've been seeing this year, there might only be five and a half deer left And the
1: whole UP. <laughs> In the UP. We got a few extra wolves though. Um, our state representative right now is introducing a bill to trap them and take them downstate. Don't think it's gonna happen, but uh, it's one of those issues, you know. And so far, we have a mild winter. On the the drive down, it took me two and a half hours. uh, Typically, two hours, typically. But uh, slush, sleet at first, and then fog, and then now down here, it cleared right up.
0: Yeah, crazy winter so far. Uh, If you want to even call it winter, it feels like October. Um, Is there is there even snow by you? Right? uh, now?
1: there's snow, but by uh, Christmas, no snow. Yeah, and this is a couple of days before Christmas. Oh, we let the it, cat
0: out of the bag. Uh, it won't be released for a while. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, but the the, the the airing is a couple of days, be, or not the yeah. airing, but the taping is a couple yeah. days before Christmas. Um, my uh, my advice is stay off the ice. <laughs> Remember, I give those used all to, the time. You man. know, uh, Brad. Brad and I. How, tell everybody how you and I met.
0: Yeah, we uh, we worked together.
1: Uh, I was a chamber director, yeah. Iron Iron County, Michigan, which is right above that map, right on the border. Yeah, um, all four UP counties are on Central Time, which I coined Cheese Time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you worked in radio, got hired, and I was friends with your boss. And it's your fault that I got in radio because mm-hmm. you said, "Bob, you got a good gig. coming come in here. You can sell it." Because if I've, I'm a good, I'm a yeah. natural-born salesperson.
0: You were iffy on it, man. You remember it? You were. It took you, me. You're iffy on it. It took a while to it come took along. A, it ended a, up being a good fit for you, though.
1: Salesperson, and then I became general manager and yeah. award-winning. I won the uh, Performer of the Year. I'm on air 15 minutes a week for
0: Buckskin Bob's for Weekend Report. Buckskin
1: Bob's Weekend and Outdoor Report, <laughs> and everybody know. I'm the Guy Fieri of the Northwoods. These sunglasses go everywhere. <laughs> do you do
0: you still uh, do you still take pictures with of my, all my food? Yeah, <laughs> and, and any gimmick I do,
1: I'm a gimmick person. <laughs> I know, man. You and I are totally I different. You know, I would like to come in as a professional wrestler.
0: We that it always worked really well, man. It always worked really well because we are different. Uh, even with the studio, there's not there's not much gimmicks or th- thrills, no. right? And you were you're very good at that. Do you um. Is the Blues Fest still going on, going strong?
1: I'm a gimmick guy. You got the shirt on? I got the last t-shirt, 2019, okay. end of summer Blues Fest. No, uh, COVID killed at 19. Okay. And, or not 19. 19 was last year, which was great. We had eight years running. And uh, then 2020 was COVID. 2021, Wisconsin was open. Michigan was not open. Um, the governor said, oh, you can have 500 people. Well, I had 1,000 to 1,500 people in a little village. Yeah. And then, um, so 500 people said, ah, it's not worth it. And then I said, ah, do I put it on or not? And then she said, oh, you can only have 250 people by the time. So I'm glad I didn't yeah. go through with it. And then the next year, I got cancer. Yeah, Somebody that talks, sings, and dances, I'm not very good at it, but I entertain, got tongue cancer. Yeah. And uh, we were talking, and, and I always need something to drink. The radiation, I went all the way to uh, Chicago, tri- uh, Cancer Treatment Centers of America, lived there for two full months.
0: Yeah, you were there for a long time.
1: Lots of chemo, tons of radiation. It burnt my neck. I got scar That, that bump is scar tissue. I've got scar tissue in the inside. They just dilated my throat uh, a couple of weeks ago so I can swallow pills, and I'm almost two years out. By, this, by the time you see this, I'm two years out. Cancer free, but I can't drink regular really water. Water thin liquids like coffee, unless I thicken it, goes through the epiglottis, the flapper, and goes into my lungs and I aspirate. How do you thicken coffee? What would you? They, th- they make it thickener. If you're lucky enough to live you go to go to some sea. grounds in there, no. <laughs> <laughs> they actually make thickener for liquids for old folks homes. So if you're lucky, in about forty-five years, you're going to see okay. it. Okay, but I have to drink. Uh, Carbonated goes down well. Okay. Milk or, or milk products like almond milk, I drink that because milk produces mucus. I produce no saliva or very little saliva. Okay. Milk is bad for me, but milk will go down. Yeah. Cottage cheese goes down. Applesauce goes down. Um, something that goes down really well is, and I coined this one too, my Wisconsin water made in Milwaukee <laughs> with my blues fest. <laughs> It's all cheesy. But you remember, that's WIKB in the bottom there, yeah. too, you know, where, where I worked on telephone time. And uh, so the Wisconsin water was is my drink of choice.
0: <laughs> Which you can still have. I've been wondering about that, man. Uh, we haven't got to talk very much since it happened, but that's uh, like, that was your, that was, that's your thing, man. Going out for drinks and, and dinner is your thing. And that had to put a binder on that. For a while, it
1: did, but you know, he watches, you know, I'm, I'm Bob Black on Facebook. It's just easy to find. And no, I've not done any super social media, but I'm on on some YouTubes. I've done three or four TV commercials. Have you seen any of those? I've sh- I shared them on Facebook. Biker Bobby, this is Biker Bobby. Look twice, <laughs> save a life. Motorcycles everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then this year was don't mow the grass into the yard, don't be a Jimmy, you know, and and please don't litter because I got turned in for littering because I threw a sign. But you just look up uh, WIKB on Facebook. You got
0: you got, uh, turn in for trouble littering. for littering?
1: Well, Did you get a fine? No, no. It's a $10 <laughs> sign. It was on private property. I'm not going to get <laughs> But somebody, they called a complaint. Okay. Because a biker Bob, because I dressed up in my full biker gear, yeah. full dresser, bike, and had the do not, you know, look twice, save a life, motorcycles everywhere. Then I threw it behind me and I left down the road. And then it says, listen to Buckskin Bob's Weekend Outdoor out to report 915 at wikb.com. Yeah. But I threw the sign behind me on the radio station's property. Yeah. Some people, a dozen people probably called in and said, yeah, you know that you're making bikers look bad. They shouldn't let her. Yeah. So they blocked that part out. So this year's ad was don't blow grass into the street. It might be illegal. It's ugly clogs sewers. And it's like black ice for bikers. And then I said, look, twice, save a life, motorcycles, everywhere with the sign. I said, "And please don't litter. And I handed this sign off. And then I drove away on a tractor, mowing grass into the grass, <laughs> full biker gear. And I waved at the guy that's sweeping the grass off the sidewalk. Nice. It's a cheesy commercial, but it's great. We did one for telephone time, too, that I directed. Nice. Yeah. So Dr. Larry's in it. And he said to say hi.
0: Yeah, I haven't chatted with him in a while. Yeah, yet. he said to say
1: hi. I, I didn't tell awesome. many people I'm coming down just in case it didn't happen or something. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, we're old we're old buddies. Um I was a chamber director and every Friday came in at 9:15 you and I talked. BS. Mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm Buckskin Bob, but BS Bob is even better. I usually sign it BS It's more Bob. fitting. <laughs> it is. It, there's no <laughs> doubt about it's, it's it. It's more fitting. Um and we had fun together. We'd go out and have a few beers and and uh, we did a couple events together and things like that. And of course, you were the, people wanted to see what you looked like because mm-hmm. you are the nice telephone. Nice to put a bit.
0: face with the name.
1: Yeah, you got that for a couple a of years. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows what I look like. You know? <laughs> I mean, I got a wanted poster out. Wanted poster. <laughs> Buckskin Bob for drinking Missouri water in that's Wisconsin. A,
0: that's probably a, what, a 35-year-old Bob right there?
1: No, it's this year. That's this year? This is this year. Wow. I'm not sure if they could see that or not. But. <laughs> Go ahead and read the, what you You can actually find me on the weekend. If you find me during 9-15, Friday to 9-15 Fandomist on Monday. prizes
0: worth hundreds of dollars.
1: I, I carry prizes with me and they say, hey, Buckskin Bob, what you got for me? And I say, well, what's the password, man? <laughs> and some weekends, it's, it's like for an event or something. Yeah, yeah. So I tie it to something. And you'll have tickets on you? I'll have tickets, coupons, you know, drink chips. Yeah. You know, sometimes a couple hundred bucks worth of... Uh, Tickets to Mall of America or or uh, uh, I can't Wisconsin Dells. There, they you Free go. double
0: cheeseburgers.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and all my restaurants give me coupons because I I talk about my sponsors. You know yeah. I promote. Yeah. So. Yeah. But this so, is this is, somebody made that for me. The, the new kid at work made that for me. So it's pretty cute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So how'd you uh, how how'd you find out about the cancer? Like when it happened.
1: Um. I don't a bump on my side of my neck. Went to my doctor and because I'm old and fat, <laughs> um, I said uh, I got a little bump. He said that's ah, probably just your lymph node. You got a cold? I said no. I'm singing dancing. I mean the buckskin. This thing was tight on me. Yeah. You know, but it's a little loose. You used now. to call
0: yourself fat and sassy, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. I did call <laughs> myself fat and sassy. I was never shy.
1: And uh, and he said ah, a couple of weeks. I'll give you antibiotics. So two weeks went by. Christmas of twenty one it was ish. Give me antibiotics. Didn't go away. did the swelling didn't go down. A Couple months later, he gave it an ultrasound, and they said, "Oh, it's just a just a cyst. If it if if it stays in six eight months, we're gonna take it out. Six months down the line, or oh, we're gonna send you the Wausau to have it removed because you know they you don't want to go to a hospital in the UP to. Work on your carotid artery your area, you know. Hey, I got a pocket knife for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? You love it. But if you have a heart attack north of Amisaw, it's pronounced Amisaw, by the way, where I go wolf and, and moose hunting um, with a camera, of course. Uh, so they said, no, we're going to send you to Wasa to get this cyst removed. I get down there, and I've already seen the surgeon, and I'm I'm laying on the gurney, butt ass naked. The nurse was getting me socks because it's cold. He comes, feels it, and he says, "I said it's been getting bigger." He goes, "What?" He looks at the paperwork, looks at me, he, and I'm looking up. And this I gotta, is on the operating this,
0: table, and they're going to take the out? gurney.
1: The gurney going into the operating room. He checks me before they knock me out. Okay. So they're going to push me into the surgical room, you know. And she's ready for the IV. The nurse is there, got me a blanket, my socks, and the surgeon checks me before he's going to go scrub up. and They're going to knock me out, and he goes, uh, "I said the wife." Uh, of almost 25 years. Do you believe that? Yeah. Christine, known as Tina. Um, she goes, tell the doctor it's gotten bigger. And he's looking. He said, yeah, it has gotten bigger. Because he only see me like a week or two before. He, he said, We'll just remove it see what it is. He says, I'm not comfortable. I look at him. I'm not comfortable either.
0: And was this the same doctor or a different
1: doctor? This is a surgeon. This is it, the surgeon. Surgeon down in Wausau. He didn't feel comfortable to doing the surgery. So I go back to Iron River the next day and do a... Uh, full-blown CAT scan. Oh, we got larynx cancer. So, hang on. <laughs> My wife says, yep, yeah, we're, we're out of here. We're out of these uh, band-aid hospitals in the UP. We had a friend go to the Cancer Treatment Centers of America now called City of Hope out of Zion, Illinois. It's not really Chicago. It's closer to Kenosha, which I love. Pleasant Prairie, Kenosha. Know every part in gyro spot in <laughs> northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin. And uh, so she went to the doctor and Made him sign. She goes. He goes. Well, we're not sure what it is. What's we, been ten months? Sign the paperwork. She made him sign the paperwork for like a transfer for, for a referral. Yeah, yeah. You get down there. I, I'm there for one whole week. I got to see a uh, three oncologists, two surgeons, ear, nose, and throat surgeon, um, a rabbi, a minister, and a priest. Really, sex uh, therapist, uh, a new uh, naturalist that picks mushrooms and stuff. Of course, I taught them a few things, too. We need to talk mushrooms before the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And all the herbs and all that good stuff. And they took a biopsy of that cyst or or lymph node or whatever. And they did a CAT scan and a PET scan. And it turned out that I had tongue cancer. It wasn't larynx cancer. It wasn't a... Dumb bump, like the first thought. So my doctor's up there, misdiagnosed me twice.
0: So it was your lymph node that was swollen, but it was because of the tongue tongue cancer.
1: cancer. The ear, nose, and throat surgeon scoped me, went up my nose, and you could see it on TV. And I got to watch it. She goes, oh, your tongue is really big. And she goes, oh, uh, you're a smoker? I said, no. My parents were bad smokers. My dad died 43 because, you know, basically smoking. Mom's heart attack, 43, smoking. I'm smoking, but no cigarettes. You know, I'm, sm- I'm smoking hot.
0: It's <laughs> just <laughs> so cheesy.
1: I, I they, they know, they know my personality. There, you know. Oh, you're the you're, you're the radio star guy. You're the guy yeah, singing, dance, fat and sassy, and all that. I used to say fat and sassy. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, the ear, nose, and throat surgeon from scoping me, she goes, "No, nope, you don't have it from smoking." She goes, "You have HPV, human papilloma virus." which all the young kids, you're too old for that, I think. I don't think you got vaccinated for it. But anybody, probably 30 and under, got vaccinated for it. And uh, they see all the commercials on TV. It's, it, yeah, it's I've seen kinda, the
0: commercials, yeah. yeah.
1: It, it's it's kind of like shingles. We all have it in us. Is it going to come out or not? Okay. And now they're vaccinated. All the kids, like, you know, 25, 30 and, and under are vaccinated. And uh, when they took the biopsy of my lymph node... Yep, is HPV. You got tongue cancer. Da 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 da. da. So, a, a ear, nose, and throat surgeon not doing surgery, diagnosed it. And she said you're going to get so many radiations, so many chemo's. This kind of extra chemo. Um, I had uh, 12 chemo's, 296 hours of a chemo in a purse and a pick line going through my heart, and 35 radiations in a row, where skin was melting off my neck. Dang. Yeah.
0: So that that surgeon not taking it out probably saved your life,
1: save my life, save my tongue. Yeah. Cause they, it's very hard to do a tongue surgery.
0: Okay. Yeah. That, and that's the, the logical next step, right? Like what, uh, what's happened since then? How, how long did those treatments take? And then I've I been kind of watching on social media, but that's from afar, man, Yeah, you know,
1: and I post on every day almost. So you really got to watch me almost every day. Cause I'm eating somewhere with my famous classes. You see my, uh, I remember license plate, my front license plate is a pair of sunglasses. Is it really? Yeah.
0: I remember the first couple of times I noticed you post food again. And I was like, okay, Bob's might be getting back to yeah.
1: it. <laughs> I still have a hard time. My, uh, Well, the whole treatment uh, is two months in the hospital, never left. Okay. Two, so you're there two months Two months, eight, eight weeks total. Okay. Because I was through Christmas and New Year's, and they don't do surgery and or chemo radiation on those days. so Yeah. I was stuck there because I had a pick line one of the weekends, and the next, oh, you can go home for a three-day weekend. I was not feeling up to it. Yeah. They said, "Oh, your radiation won't catch up to you for about three five weeks, and chemo, you might get sick to stomach." But here's pills for you. Excuse me. First, first or second radiation. Know, by the way, they they take they put you in a mask. Have you seen the picture of my mask on, yeah. on Facebook? Yeah. Bolt you down to a table. They make a mask for you, just you. Bolt you down to a table. Put you in a tube for about 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. Excuse me. The beer makes you... Did they have to burp. put
0: extra like uh, mobility in yours from talking so much?
1: <laughs> you bite on a mouthpiece.
0: Okay. That, that had to be pure hell for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only you know that, Brad. <laughs> but when Bob Black talks, people listen. You <laughs> have Hutton commercials from the 70s. <laughs> Um, but you're in this tube for 30, uh, 25, 30 minutes doing radiation.
0: Yeah.
1: And the first couple, it reacted with my fillings from the 70s. Okay. I've got the shitty fillings like the mercury and all the bad <laughs> stuff they put in your fillings. My tongue turned purple and this and that. It was So I couldn't eat for the first couple of weeks. Then that went away. By then, about the fifth or sixth week, I'm sick now from all the chemo and the extra radiation. Yep. So I stopped eating. Um, I lost a total of about 85, 90 pounds. And muscle, even though as a fat guy, how many brads could I pick up? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could pick up two people at a time easy, not, you know, being an uh, a MMA person and a firefighter instructor. I mean, I taught people how to carry people and how to slam them, you know. I had my own martial arts gym, so.
0: You could take them out and save them.
1: Say, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but after I got home, Pretty much stuck at home for the first couple of months and didn't want to be around everybody because I was compromised, you know, being sick. And I was like white as a ghost.
0: Well, and you're probably working through it. Like, what is life now at that time? You yeah. Know, like-
1: I relearned to eat about four months later. I had a, I had a feeding tube. I have an extra belly button. I had a tube. I had to put f- f- uh, liquid diet in there. Okay. So I was taking about 3,500 uh, calories in a day plus whatever I could chew and get down and swallow. And I still lost 85 pounds. The feeding tube saved my life. Yeah. If I didn't have it, I'd been gone. And you know, somebody your size couldn't lose 85 pounds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so could you? Could you put the fish fry in the blender and dump it in the funnel on the top? I, you know,
1: you could, <laughs> but it didn't. Where it, did, nah. You know. Somebody says you can put a shot of whiskey in it. Went, eh. You just because you just don't feel like it. Yeah. What a, a trip, man. And uh, didn't have a beer probably for uh, a good six months. And I had to relearn how to eat. My mouth because there's so much, and I still have to do exercise. I'm still, no more chemo, no more radiation, but I'm still in treatment as in exercising, uh, jaw stretches, uh, massages. I wear a mask at night, a compression fitting, to keep it from my uh, lymphedema from going like this. I had a big, fat neck like here, and now my neck's kind of skinny, but scarred. Mm-hmm. And then um, all the exercises, and, and my um, Ashley Heidemann, she was my... Uh, uh, speech therapist down there and, and and she was one that saved me through everything you say well why do you need a speech therapist but she helped me relearn how to eat my uh, my teeth when I first they measured me they measured all your head instruments and stuff I was my mouth opening was 55 millimeters it got down to 20 like this really and they had a hard time putting my feeding tube in they had to stretch it and hurt me and knock me out and put my feeding tube in it was not it was not fun and right now, I'm, I'm basically, I went from a 55 to a 22 cent, a millimeter. I'm back in the, the upper 40s now, so I've worked it back. Mm-hmm. But I, so I still have to do exercises, wear a mask around. You wake up in the middle of the night, and you got this thing choking you. It's not fun. I do a thing uh, that that uh, massages your lip nodes. It's a head and vest, and it massages my lymph nodes, so the water doesn't stay here and doesn't, you know, make sure everything drains correctly. Mm-hmm. So it's constant treatment. I could do treatment. I've had dry kneeling done, I've had extra massages done, but I could do eight hours a day of treatment. Yeah, you know, some days you're gonna have to. It's, like, it's time to live. Yeah. So now you're cancer free, though. Oh, I've been cancer free. Uh, the PET scan, the second PET scan post cancer, they had to wait like three months. Because you have so much radiation in you and so many other things. I Turn the lights off, I glow. You know, it's. And.
0: Uh, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Correct.
1: <laughs> turn the lights off, I would glow. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. And. Uh, uh, speaking of glowing, this is a rock. This is a Uperlite. <laughs> that's you, the Uperlite? That's a Uperlite. That's we, another present for you. Y-
0: so you knew about this. And, and oh, I know. So I, that's I, the thing. They, these glow when you put the right kind of light on them. This is a Uperlite?
1: The only so, ultraviolet light I got is one from, like, 1979, and I've had it in my bedroom for years. so. Okay. Um, you have a special flashlight, and they glow. Okay, so this That's is That's a it. true Yupra light.
0: Ed the Diver would be happy to know about this. He was talking I, about these. I picked these. that myself. Did you? Yeah. Are there, like, a, are there a bunch of them?
1: There's a bunch of them, but I got them at Smarty's Bar in Nagani. Oh, picked it up. <laughs> for a dollar or two. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and next door is Tino's Pizza. <clears throat> and Lori Hayes from the Flatbroke Blues Band. Who's played in like half of my blues fest? She's got a business right there in Nagani too. So
0: oh, nice!
1: Another shout out, and of course, they <laughs> make a shout out to Sons of Legend and The Sons of Legend, which I sing. I'm a member of the band. I think you you were there when I, they made. So yeah,
0: you, you were already the honorary I was already. The the on, I was the yeah. first
1: member of the Sons of Legend. And, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah I,
0: one, wasn't there? There's one song you would do, right? I'm
1: trying messing to messing with the kid.
0: Messing a one, with the kid. I do. <laughs> oh, you know what to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Paul Sunquist made a song for me and uh it's it, we played every 915 every friday morning on the radio. Oh really? Yeah. Before your before my show. Before your show? Yeah.
0: Okay. Nice. So you're still B- Buckskin Bob's weekend still, Report still. Buckskin
1: Bob's weekend outdoor report it's every friday at 915 central time cheese time.
0: Set your set your set your clock to it. Yep, yeah,
1: you got it. <laughs> and Paul Sunquist makes a song. It's messing with the kid but it's it's following Buckskin Bob. Okay. Yeah. Nice, I say I've had my cell phone on me, I'd play it for you, but I put it over there. <laughs> and the phone rings when I get here. But uh uh become infamous in a way too, you know, and then people know that I've had the cancer. Yeah. And then they see me and they go, you know, I've been almost out two years. By the time this airs, I'm out two years. And uh I've gained about ten pounds back, got okay. a little flush. Uh no beard. I always had a goatee. Yeah. The radiation killed this. Okay. lost my hair twice. I lost my hair from here down. And then this summer, my thyroid went bad because of all the radiation. Mm -hmm. And for about six months, up and down with different drugs and things, and uh, they finally got it worked out. And in September, just a couple months ago, I lost most of my hair. And now it's came back. I don't have as many grays as I had. Yeah. And it's thick.
0: (laughs) It's thick, yeah.
1: And I don't have the curls. Because last year, I had curly gray hair. I mean, curls, you know. Beauticians and stuff, oh, I pay for that hair, you know, and still it's thicker, and, you know, but I lost it in September.
0: That was always part of your shtick, man, was your hair. It was always I was, yeah. on, on point. It, it was. I mean, I kept, <laughs> I
1: had a haircut every four weeks, no matter what. Yeah. And now I went through three hair changes in two years because of the cancer treatment or conditions Yeah. because of the cancer. Yeah. Well, but I'm here and, I'm, and I know somebody says, hey, nice to see you. Nice to be seen. Yeah, man, and, that, and, and all the other cancer survivors out there too. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah, that probably rings a little bit differently after that experience. Uh, you know, just you truly mean that when oh, you say "nice yeah. to be seen and here with you."
1: And the thing is, you know, and you know, I'm 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 the uh, the face. I was the face of telephone time. You hid behind the mic. You were the voice of telephone time.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I was the face. I went out and you got me a job there, or they wanted me for a long time. I be- talked you into it. You talked me into it, twisted <laughs> in my arm, <laughs> and uh, our old boss—you know—he never wanted me to be in the studio other than doing my show. Mm-hmm. Doing my—he wanted me out in the public doing things because mm-hmm. everywhere I went as a chamber director, there was a WIKB sign behind me because I know how to promote.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so I—I have that shtick and it stick pays sales. If I like it, I can sell it. I've been offered job to. To, to travel downstate Michigan, northern Wisconsin, and UP to sell parts for a factory. No. Yeah, I'd be, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars richer, but I like my way of life. I like to hunt. I like to fish. You know, we have tons of wolves. I Trail cameras is, I, I bear guy. You know, that was my big thing, too. Remember, I love to bear hunt. Yeah. And I got out in the woods last year with the trail camera. I'm out at four in the morning because I just can't sleep because my sleep. I'm I'm asleep in the easy chair at eight up at two or three i put my my uh slip a gun in my pocket and and put my uh my uh not crocs but they're my uh shimanos they're like a a deck shoe but they're like crocs remember people used to make fun Mm -hmm. of me wearing shorts in the winter and my crocs i said they're not crocs or shimanos they're deck (laughs) shoes they're boating shoes but i'd be up at four in the morning feeding bears yeah. You know, so. And this, not only this d-
0: year, did you guide anybody um, this year?
1: I helped somebody this year, but they didn't want to really get into it too much. They're too busy at work. Mm. So they weren't successful last year. I helped them when the guy was out of town, um, stuff like that. So I did more of a guiding last year. Mm-hmm. But if, if I'm the 100% guide, you're going to be able to see a bear. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed, you're going to see bears.
0: Yeah. Your, uh, your method worked pretty well.
1: Oh, uh, I've got it down pat. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I yeah. remember talking about that a lot.
1: Oh, with the with Wishigan Outdoors, yeah, man. You and Randy, <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. That was. That was a radio show back on uh, eight to nine Saturday mornings on WIKB ninety nine one WIKB dot com. But make sure you listen to Bucks Get Bobs so Weekend Outdoor Report. <laughs> 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 you're gonna you're gonna have so many cheesy uh, oh, end yeah. and uh,
0: I'll have to I'll just send them to you so
1: you can use them. <laughs> well, I'll I'll tape the whole show at
0: <laughs> Well, I'm glad, man. I've been uh, I've been you know, wanting to have that conversation for a while. We just haven't seen each other, but I'm glad you're light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And,
1: and I'm glad for you, you know, well, I assisted you with getting married. I was your, yeah, you did. Yeah. I was your ordering minister, you know, yeah. um, popped in there pretty quick and, and, uh, <laughs> the suits actually matched too with all the other guys too. It looked yeah. like one of the guys. And, uh, then, you know, a year or so later you had a baby and yeah. And you were always wanting that you, know, you were always I'm, I'm glad for you, yeah it's, you
0: know? yeah it's good man it's good it's family's
1: family's good there's no doubt about it, so yeah, my family's expanded
0: yeah so tell me about that you've got uh you've got a, a
1: a year ago we lost our son Clifford. he was he, he passed away in an accident on the way to the, another hospital because the local hospital couldn't help him, so instead of taking an ambulance there, he was driving to that another hospital in the next county and he rolled his car and got killed. And he was a single father of a 10 year old or nine year old at the time. He's 10 year old now, autistic son. And he's in the middle spectrum. He's not autistic, is so different. But he also has an eating disorder on top of it. Okay. So he's got to eat oatmeals and puddings and calm pudding kid. Cum pudding kid? Yeah. Today I uh, <laughs> took uh, spaghetti. He wanted spaghetti meatballs balls before I, I left. And he goes, I said, you want them hot or cold? I want them cold. Put them in a bullet and he ate the whole can what <laughs> cold spaghetti meatballs <laughs> but he loves them you know I, in certain things like a, yeah, he, he goes out with me and he can't eat nothing you know unless yeah. i have to put him in a bullet Yeah. you know <laughs> nope. they're good you know and put he it can, in the bullet put it in the bullet yeah
0: okay is it like a texture thing something it, like that yes yeah.
1: and he's got some kind of uh my wife would know that the true diagnosis of it, there's only like 20 people in the whole country that's got it. Really? Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: So he's, we have a 10 year old, um, plus he's special needs, Mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. That's so a life changer. That's a life changer.
0: Yeah. So, Probably a, you know, life you, changer in a lot of different ways, right? That. After going through what you just did and kind of coming out the back end, uh, there's probably a lot of perspectives changed about that, too, where, you know, there's positives.
1: Yeah. Right? Well, you know I'm good with kids. Yeah. I y- mean, what don't I do? <laughs> um I mean, if you list, you, you don't have long enough time to all the jobs I've had. Yeah. <laughs> School bus driver, that's one of them. I At thought
0: about talking about that today. My but list I didn't of even, jobs. Uh, about your career path. Yeah, because that's a, it seems that's to be a, a topic that we've got into, but... I don't know. Your career path is so winding.
1: Well, I've been at the radio station for nine years.
0: And that's probably one of your longer tenures yeah, it's right? Like
1: Other than my own uh, ventures.
0: Right, your entrepreneurship. Own, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I was always a business person of one sort yeah. or the other, you know, and things like that. But I was a school bus driver. I still have that, all my credentials. And kids... Now the kids that I took to school come up with their kids. Hey, bus driver Bob! <laughs> hey, look at little junior! And you yeah. know, I hug everybody. You know, they, I still have a bus driver's license. Um, I keep my realtor license going. I let my mixed martial art uh, judge license go, and I almost became a judge in Wisconsin. There's not many fights in the UP. I yeah. mean, there might be fights, but not legal fights. <laughs> And my last fight, and ones that
0: don't need a judge. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you, you need nine one one. Just the juror. Just just the nine one one. Just the juror. Yeah, um, you know. But I didn't really like judging as much as announcing because um, I can pitch my voice now, but I don't have the voice I used to have. Fighting yeah. out of the red corner, or, you know. I love announcing because I could drink beers, flirt with ring <laughs> ring card girls. Miss Katie, Miss Wisconsin, how you doing? i have talked to you for a couple of years. Uh, and and dance and sing on in the ring, you know, in between the fights. Yeah. And have fun. And then they legalize it in both Michigan and Wisconsin. And now you have to have blood tests. You got which is all a good thing. And
0: being a judge is a lot more serious.
1: I'm there with my wife, can't talk to anybody, can't yep. talk to the fighters, can't interview the fighters, can't talk to anybody because it's a licensed event. You yep. gotta be on the straight and narrow. And Wisconsin said I didn't have enough fights underneath my belt. Um, to get a license here in Wisconsin but I could go to a school for a thousand bucks
0: Oh so it's a money grab uh,
1: yeah they you know I could probably go to Detroit and get a couple more fights under my belt and then that's gonna cost me a couple thousand bucks to yeah you know I did it for a night in a hotel free beers mm-hmm. your are probably
0: you. gonna go to the fights anyway so you might as well be a part of it And I'm in the front <laughs> row and
1: yeah in my last fight night I used to own two gun shops in uh, Alpha Michigan I owned one in uh, Alpha Michigan was a gun shop martial arts gym. And the other one, I moved from Alpha, which is population about 200.
0: It's hilarious in itself, (laughs) the gun shop, martial arts gym.
1: But just hang on, right? (laughs) Then I moved to big town of Crystal Falls, Michigan, the capital of Iron County. And I had a. got rid of the martial arts, but I had um, a gun, gift, ice cream shop, and I could marry people. And for one year, I had (laughs) Chicago, Vienna hot dogs, and Italian (laughs) beefs. Sell your real estate, marry you, <laughs> right on U.S. Two. <laughs> and I had a ten foot, I had a ten foot grizzly bear in the front yard holding a gun. You can't make that shit up. You can't up.
0: make it up if you try.
1: <laughs> have you cried on? You ever cried yet on your podcast?
0: Oh, um, you're coming
1: close to it now. I've
0: probably been brought to tears. I, I haven't laughed so hard.
1: <laughs> you're almost crying now. And I'm doing it with a straight face. It's
0: hilarious. It, I know. It's great. Um,
1: but I, I stopped selling Chicago, Vienna, the true Viennas. I got actually got trained down here at uh, De Pere, some Chicago uh, place that had Viennas. I met the, the contractor from Chicago, and I'm in the UP, met me here in De Pere, and he taught me how to dress the, a true Chicago dog. So I got, I'm okay. officially trained. I mean, my credentials, shoo. <laughs> I mean, a federal licensed gun dealer getting trained to Serve a hot right, dog, a,
0: a, a genuine, <laughs> a genuine Chicago Vienna. dog, <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm a critic, you know. I, I have the hats. Oh darn it, I have those in the car too. They I, I keep them around. Yeah, you know, give them as gifts and stuff like that. It, it, I know what a Chicago hot dog. Is. Yeah, okay, you tell me, and I'll give you a hat if you win. You know, yeah. things like that.
0: But that list of stuff, man, that list of stuff, uh, where your interests have lie and you didn't even, you didn't even delve into the the jaunt into the running for political office either.
1: Well, I was a politician for years. Yeah, I ran for office in '96 um, as a libertarian in the UP. They couldn't even spell it right. They put "librarian" on some of the, <laughs> pa- you know, paperwork. And what the heck's a libertarian? You know, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. And then, uh, and the whole UP was all, all, pretty much conservative blue dog Democrats in uh, in the in the '90s. So, and I ran again in 98, and I won Libertarian of the Year down in Detroit, living in UP because I just promoted freedom. And then then I said, okay, you know, I like the political thing, you know, and and I helped get the gun law changed, you know, from a a May issue to a shall issue, became a a licensed gun dealer, and I taught close to 4,500 people in concealed weapons training. Plus, I can take you in the ring and show you martial arts too, you know, things like that, because I might run out of bullets. (laughs) (laughs) i'd come into uh, that's another story um and then i then i ran as a pro-gun democrat in in 2000 and uh or i'd have to be a a pot-smoking republican and we had zero republicans in the up by that you go into wisconsin they were all republican just either
0: way trying to walk the fence it it was walk it was a walk the
1: fence and and i never really walked the fence but i had two choices yeah you know pot-smoking republican or a gun-toting democrat so i picked a gun-toting democrat and Lost the election. My last name is Black. I lost to a guy named Brown. Not by a, he didn't win by a lot, but I still—but I was up and coming. Then I became county commissioner and and got experience, made millions of dollars for the county, saved him millions of dollars, uh, got my teeth wet with that. And then I ran again in two thousand and ten, uh, and another gun-toting Democrat beat me. He actually got endorsed by uh, the NRA, running for state senate. So I mean, it's pretty. But you know, the UP is a different way of life. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, for politically wise. Oh yeah. Now it's changed. Now it's pretty much all red, other than Marquette County. It's changed because of the, the Trump era and, you know, the past and stuff like. UP
0: is an island, man. It's, a, it's it, an it's an island is. that it's a it's a unique spot. If uh, if you haven't been there, you gotta you just gotta go to know. <laughs> it's a, it's a unique spot.
1: Um, I've been there 31 years. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Was it? You know, I don't know that. Were there any stops between Rockford, Illinois, and the in UP? UP,
1: never. I was born and raised a fib. <laughs> and if anybody doesn't know what a fib is, it's a beep, Illinois basketball. I mean,
0: it's rooted Wisconsin. They should yeah. know.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, Don't forget, tell your folks I said hi.
0: I will. I will. <laughs> you
1: know, I love your folks anyway. Um, your dad's retired, so I'm not sure if he can listen to me anymore or not, because he used to listen to you on the radio once in a while.
0: Yeah, they used to listen sometimes, sometimes. Uh, now they're they're on the retirement schedule, man. I don't, good, good I don't for know them. what they do. Yeah,
1: good for them. But um, yeah, I, born and raised Rockford, Illinois, by a hillbilly and a farmer. So on the weekends we go to Grandpa's farm down in Dixon, Illinois, and then uh, for summer vacation we went to Bloomington, Indiana, and farm for a week. That wasn't vacation. <laughs> for
0: Summer vacation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that was not good that wasn't good at all um but i learned how to farm i squeeze the teats and i could shovel shit and drive the tractors. <laughs> farming's not a way for me but i like it as a hobby you know i grow shiitake mushrooms um you still
0: grow mushrooms i still grow mushrooms okay.
1: yep still pick wild mushrooms uh i actually did an hour-long program on the radio this year with mush- what, what about picking wild mushrooms okay it was uh the brewmaster from the The Alpha Brewing Company, Lydia Navisky. She's been picking them for about 10 years, and I've been picking them for over 20. So we did a radio show. uh, Talking Shrooms. Talking Shrooms with Bucks and Bob and Lydia. She's a (laughs) brewmaster, really good brewmaster. I know you're not much of a a homebrew kind of person, but the Alpha Michigan Brewing Company, another good sponsor of
0: mine.
1: And we got to say a good shout-out to a friend. Brett Favre himself, Sam Kosky. He's one of your, he follows you guys, too. You yeah. Know? So yeah. he's always been a, a fan of us. Yeah. You know. He's been so, listening for a while. Yeah. He, he's no, owned up there's Brett Favre. He'll buy a drink for me at a bar in the middle of nowhere. Some Wisconsin dive bar.
0: Uh, oh, so the next time you go in, it's like they're waiting for you. It's like it, it, it,
1: it, There's a, a beer chip for Buckskin Bob and it's signed Brett Favre. I said, <laughs> look, Brett Favre. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. You know.
0: Just because he knows you're gonna be there, you think there's a bar in uh, within like say a hundred miles of Crystal Falls that you haven't been in?
1: No, because this this covers hundred miles. You know, you find me, it's gotta be within the radio listening distance. Dis- distance. No,
0: I bet. No, I bet that there's, that's probably close to not an exaggeration. I bet it, there. It's not an exaggeration. <laughs> no,
1: yeah. <I> could... <laughs> so, what would it be? Uh, I I testify to that, you know. Yeah. uh, You know, 200 miles. Oh, definitely. I'm I'm still hitting on those. Yeah. But with my work schedule, you know, and the thing is, I've made so many friends over the years, uh, I can't get back to them all. I'm so busy. Life's got busy because of my my uh, grandson. Now that we have the 10 year old, and then mom still. She just turned 92 Monday, and she's still driving. Except we did not renew her plates, so we're gonna sell her her uh, minivan.
0: Oh, so she's got a she's got a license, but you're gonna sell her.
1: Is she, she on board with that? She offered it, so okay. Yeah, she's um, she's slowing up. Yeah, and because ninety two, ninety two, all the way from the Deutschland. Have you, have you, have you ever met her? <laughs>
0: no, we oh, never I, met. I, I, you told me so many stories about. But she called and
1: saying happy birthday to me in German. Yeah, remember that? I do. She I called do. telephone time, and it was my birthday, which is February twenty third. If anybody wants to know. <laughs> Here's
0: my address. Send yeah. some stuff.
1: Just, just put put Bob Black, Iron County. It's going to get to me. I mean, I'm that kid. I get stuff. You know, with no address. no you know, just Crystal Falls. Um, but she called up you and saying happy birthday with either in German or really thick off the boat German accent. Yeah. Yeah. And she's been here since the 50s and she hasn't lost it. You know. <laughs> and for many years, I'd take her back and forth to Florida. She's a snowbird or was. And I would drive her down to Florida. And I'd stop in Rockford, see my mom, had my favorite pizza, spent the night, played cards and, and drank and smoked all night. My mom smoked, I drank and played Yahtzee or cards until three in the morning, get up, go all the way to Alabama, see my oldest son, Dustin. And then we get to Florida a couple of days later, you know, make a good small trip out of it. And I'd be in Florida, open her house up down there and I would hunt and fish. I've shot hogs, wrestled alligator. You know, you've seen my alligator mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of me with it live and dead, you know, you know, rest. I've done it, you know, and uh, I did that, and then I would I would fly back home and stop at whatever army base my youngest son Tyler was at, so I would stop and see him and his family, which uh, Tyler and, and Whitney's got three. I have three black grandsons. Um, um, it's well, Tyler Black and Whitney Black, of course, and then we have Harley, Raylan, and uh, Weston. So, and they're brutes like your grandpa, yeah, you, right off the old block. I mean. Big head. They were going to measure their heads and stuff. And, went, and my daughter says, "No, don't worry. Grandpa's got a big head So and big feet. They all got big heads and big feet." Right up there, you can just you can just see it. Yeah. And then I'd fly back to home, which is probably Appleton or Green Bay. And then in the spring, I'd fly back down, see my kid in the army wherever he was at fly back to Tampa, and then close up shop there and see my other son in Alabama, mm-hmm. stop seeing see my mom and grandma in, in, uh, in Rockford or Dixon, Illinois. So I made a trip out of it. I did that for like 20 years. Yeah. But that's before I got worked at the radio station. Took the job at the radio station November 1st, 14. My, mo- my mother-in-law had a fall, and she fell out of her trailer backwards and busted open her head. So she, that was her last year in Florida. Mm-hmm. But for twenty years prior to that, I take her back and forth. So, yeah. but I mean, I had crab traps, wrestled alligators. I mean, I, I wish I would have done more stuff in Florida. Yeah, you know, I could be a tourist guide. Yeah,
0: because you were there a lot. Uh, like, I actually
1: lived there a little. I mean, like three weeks, four weeks at a time sometimes. Yeah, and the bars all knew me down there too. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> and and eat. Oh, the food. yeah so
0: are you back to that now like uh, I know you're talking about different stuff you can drink like can you
1: eat all the foods you want to no I cannot eat a donut thick bread a biscuit um, sausage biscuits and gravy no but I eat sausage gravy on everything else like toast toast if it's thin and and done okay I still choke a little bit Mm -hmm. Uh, I had my second steak last week it wasn't that good my, uh, it wasn't that good. <laughs> hard to chew. Harder. It wasn't as tender. But I had one two weeks ago. Tina bought one, and uh, she goes, "I try. It. You know, I'm gonna, we're going to try it." So I cooked on the grill. I haven't cooked on the grill much because I can't eat much off the grill. And uh, it was really good. I mean, I haven't had steak for eighteen months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking. <laughs> yummy. And I can cook. I mean, people see me eating out all the time. I know how to cook, but you know, yeah. So there's certain things I have to. Be careful with. Mm-hmm. And by the time, um, you know, you and I sit down to eat, and um, you can have your meal done. I'm only half done, and before I could it do both, it's yeah. gone. And now it takes me a lot longer. My jaw will get sore, so, yeah. because of the cancer treatment. Yep. So, but food is a passion of mine.
0: I know, man.
1: I mean, I, I I can cook. Plus, I like to go out and I'll eat anything. When people put on that Facebook, you know, here's 60 items. What, how many want you eat? I go. And Nutella, I'll eat it if I had to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if I've ever tried Nutella. Actually,
1: is there anything you won't eat?
0: Um, I'm not a. Uh, I don't know. Like, won't eat? Absolutely not. Probably not much. I try mostly anything. Yeah. Enjoy eating there. That's a different story. I'm not too, a big but... fan. Well, <laughs> actually, I think uh, you didn't. You get food poisoning from mussels in in Florida one time.
1: Twice. Twice.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of mussels. I don't.
1: They, they were raw oysters, and uh, I've been sick twice. Been in the hospital because of it, too. You know,
0: Yeah, not a huge fan of that.
1: I stopped eating those just because maybe I could have a reaction to it. It's like people eating mushrooms. It might be a good mushroom, but if you overdo it, or your body might react to it differently. So anytime you pick wild mushrooms, you just eat a little bit the first time. Give it a couple of days, and then you can eat it if you don't get sick. mean mm-hmm. if it's like a morel. Yeah. Some people, it's too rich for them.
0: You're the first person that ever told me you could eat a puffball mushroom. I, I was,
1: <laughs> But they're not worth eating. Yeah.
0: But who would have thought you could? I'd, but, I'd never But a
1: puffball, you could actually, Lydia taught me this, cut it up, and you make it like tofu, and add it to your uh, your uh, sweet and sour soup or your hot and sour soups from Chinese. So you can make it like your tofu. Okay. And it absorbs anything. just adds it, like a filler type material? Yeah, it just, yeah, material. just adds a filler, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so...
0: So you still eat quite a, you still pick mushrooms? And... I
1: picked a lot of mushrooms this year, Buttons. Crystal Falls is known for the humongous fungus among us, the largest, maybe the biggest mushroom in the world. I know Matt was on your show too. Yeah. I mean, that show was great. But I've known Matt for years too. And thanks, Matt, for the offer to make a statue of me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think his uh, thing, is it's the largest contiguous, right?
1: Yeah, pretty... but people argue, but it's on the side of a U-Haul truck. Yeah, <laughs> Crystal Falls, Michigan. Be true. It's, it it's, it's Crystal Falls, Michigan, and technically it's a Macedon Township, which is alpha. Yeah, you know, but it's Crystal Falls the the next big. Well, they had town.
0: to go with the Metropolis, of yeah. course. All two thousand of us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the whole county's only got ten thousand. Yeah, like the sixth largest county in the UP, and you know, ten thousand people. Yeah, but the UP has got 33 percent of the the property, but only three percent of the population. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like. Hunting, fishing, snowmobiling—that's
0: why uh, it's quaint. And,
1: and winter, and me losing eighty pounds. Mother jacket that I have in the car is one of those heated ones. You just t- hit a button, and oh,
0: you get cold easier now. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You know, I used to love winter. Remember that? Yeah, it never bothered me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it bothers me now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the wife's retired next year. I don't, I've got a few years left, and we become snowbirds. Yeah. Go visit the kids where they're at, whatever station he's at, or Alabama, or find
0: some different mushrooms there. Right?
1: It, you go, with mushrooms. You go from one state to the other, or one country to the other. They, they change. Mm-hmm. The property. What are
0: some of your go tos? What What kind of mushrooms do you
1: like? Um, I like oyster mushrooms best, and them are the ones I used to have the cans of. I used to travel all the way to Loves Park, Illinois, buy them in a can, a fifteen ounce can for a buck nine. Now you buy a little teeny can of button mushrooms for for a buck fifty, but I can't find them anymore down there.
0: The canned oyster mushrooms? Yep.
1: Yeah, I think COVID killed them. Okay. Yeah. They're not shipping them or they're caught in somewhere else. You know, they shipped them in for Taiwan mm-hmm. and they were oysters and they had shiitakes too in cans Cause you can farm shiitakes. I, I farm shiitakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as good as Matt, but I don't work and I have a, four other things going on, you know, but I've been doing shiitakes for almost 30 years. Yeah. But
0: Oh I, really? You've been doing it that long? Yeah.
1: Way oh. before I met you.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Just okay. not. I thought that was a project you picked up when we knew each other. No. I didn't know you had been doing it that long. Mm-mm. Maybe you got like a new uh, mm-hmm. new shipment or something.
1: I got a new toy. It's, you, you buy a, a side angle grinder, and you buy an auger bit for it, and you can drill 100 holes in about 30 minutes, and before it used to take you 10 hours.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, and that's what it was. Yeah. It C- cost me 40 bucks world changer <laughs> yes. i go to a shi- shiitake training class i thought i learned something i left and i gave him my tools and said just return them at work for me you know so um it's a world changer yeah because okay. it was hard work before now it's easy work you gotta make work easy because mm-hmm. that's it's too much work but now i've been pick, picking mushrooms for 30 years been uh, do, growing shiitake over 20 for sure 20 25 years um in kits on uh, your you know you, you can buy a kit you know um buy them from any mushroom place and, you know, there's one in to Go, Matt's got them. Uh, fungi Perfect in, in Washington. But then I started drilling in the logs and doing the plugs and stuff like that. And then um, I like going picking mushrooms. Lion's Mane's is another one. That's delicious. There's a lot of chaga up there, but you don't eat chaga. That's good for arthritis. I got a story about just because of your wedding. That's a mushroom story. Just hang on. Uh, what's another <laughs> one? Uh, there's a... Uh, the humongous fungus, among us There's also uh, let me think of anything else I eat. Uh, there's head in the woods. That's an herbal supplement. So, and I go out there and try to learn new ones like black trumpets, ch- ch- chanterelles, stuff like that. But they're you have to hunt for them. It's not picking. You're not going just like you're hunting deer. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're not shooting. You're not killing deer. It's not. You're hunting. Yeah. And so when you go for morels, you're hunting morels. It's always a hunt because this year I got none. I think Lydia only got three or four, you know. So, but you got to be in the woods to find them. You can't find them sitting on your cell phone. <laughs> you know, oh, what's this one? Yeah. And you, you look at stuff too, and, and on Facebook, you get you got these mushroom clubs on Facebook, and people are snobs. It, well, is this edible? You know what? All mushrooms are edible once.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, and I've picked poisonous mushrooms. I think did I? I bring mushrooms in when you were uh, in the studio? Oh yeah. all you know? the and, time. And, and you would
0: bring them in shoe boxes. <laughs> <laughs> shoe boxes mushrooms Sh- in,
1: yeah shoe boxes <laughs> and see the thing that's what made me famous because uh i think mitch started you know f- uh photographer i mean uh, videoing my and then i'd come in wearing costumes and you can see those that's how i got uh, performer of the year whatever uh personality personality of the year 2019 because i'd come in and and wear uh the doors of chicago came to town did you didn't get to see them did you you moved that year
0: I don't think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, you got, and I told you to come in there and get your free tickets. So it adores, uh, uh, what do you call them, celebrity bands or uh,
0: Oh, uh, sure. cover bands. Yeah.
1: You know, and the guy looked just like Jim Morrison, acted like him, Raymond Zerick. I mean, it's one of the best, soberest concerts I've ever been in my life because <laughs> they don't serve beer there. But that week I came in as Bobby Morrison, had an afro on, and had a Doors, T-shirt, necklaces, and gold chains, and I sing. People are strange when you're strangers, and and Mitch would always videotape those. Yeah, and then he and then he did a conglomerate and uh, sent it into the Michigan Association Broadcasters, and I got Personality of the Year. It's funny, just for all the. I wear a different costume every and li- week,
0: and little did they know that you didn't like you used to do costumes before there was even video. You would, do, you would do the
1: you'd business come after in, hours.
0: You come walking in for Buckskin Bob. You would come in with boas around your.
1: Uh, oh, like, Bobby Flair.
0: Yeah. Woo!
1: Yeah. Styling, profiling, kiss stealing, good looking son of a gun. <laughs> yeah. That was Bobby Flair. Yeah. I got a lot of personality.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the mushroom story? You said there's a mushroom story.
1: Okay. Which I was heavy. I got my. But when you got married, I was the heaviest I've ever been. I weighed about three forty. Okay. All right. I'm down right now about 235, 240 ish. Um, but I was pretty heavy. 340 is heavy for five to, to, I mean, I had, you know, big, big pork chops. So we call these pork chops, big pork chops. Um, and I was crying a couple times in the studio before, about the week or two before you got married. He, Bob, go see a doctor. My knee was giving me shit.
0: Yeah. I and I used that. to wear a brace. Yeah. You were limping around
1: I, heavy. I got I got off, I got off of uh, taking chaga. And you come out of the studio, Bob, I can hear you crying, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the room next door, and your studio was in there, you you know, doing your telephone time show. Bob, go see a doctor, would you? So I go see Dr. Larry. He so said he's just got arthritis really bad, man. And, you know, hot, cold, and cold, 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 you know. And, yeah. and my, my wife's a nurse, and she said, you got to, you know, cap it off. But I forgot that I stopped taking chaga for about two months. So I got back on the chaga, took it easy for three, four days, listened to Dr. Larry and, and the boss, Tina, my, bu- my wife, and I took it easy, got back, and I could not dance at your wedding because I was in such pain. And I love dancing. Mm-hmm. I mean, dancing sober, singing sober, it doesn't matter. I can do anything. And at uh, your wedding, I couldn't dance one song because I was in that much pain. And the Chaga. And then I got back on you. the Chaga that next weekend. Boom, another week or two later, I'm singing Larry Kettle and Paul Sunquist is playing at the same place. Where you got married, and I'm up there dancing. My wife didn't want to dance; I danced by myself. I didn't care.
0: <laughs> That's that wasn't the first stage you ever danced by yourself on. Oh no, that was new. No, not.
1: No, 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 no. not, not shy at all.
0: There was a man. Well, I can't even remember what type of event it was, but it was a sit-down thing. Like we, everyone was sitting down eating dinner. And oh, I know. All exactly. I remember.
1: Me was, and Stu. It
0: was that George Young and you and Stu. I just came off a of surgery from dancing. my
1: second gallbladder. <laughs> yeah. That's right when I became general manager and I got sick. I had a, they, they shipped me out of Dickinson for eight days. I just became general manager. I was your boss for a month at the most. Not really. I mean, I didn't treat you like I support. <laughs> did I? You, I can't remember. Man. No, I wasn't. No, I treated you as, you know, I'm not a good boss. But that's another story. <laughs> I'm not. But I, you know, at the end of the day, I make it happen, though, don't I? Hey, it's it black or red? you red, you're losing money. Bob Black's making money. And that's what counts. But I had a gallbladder that they left in me from 2010, and that's another reason I was getting sick. Now, you remember I had to go to Green Bay?
0: It's and coming back.
1: It, yeah, and I was in the hospital for eight days. Missed my son's wedding down in Alabama.
0: Okay, yes, I do remember that. And that was that in now,
1: April of yeah. uh, 2019. It was a couple months before you quit. And uh, they had to go back in, and by the time I got to Green Bay, I became jaundiced. They had to go inside and flush my liver because of my gallstones, that I didn't have another gallbladder, but I did. The original doctors in the UP ripped it, left the chunk, and <laughs> it still formed. Why do you think I got fat and was lethargic, you know? <laughs> And I was never lethargic.
0: So what? Like it turned into a, like grew another gallbladder. It
1: grew, it grew another gallbladder (laughs) and stones. And for eight days, you can't make this stuff up. And I shouldn't have been doing that. But okay, that the next week, I get to uh, Green Bay on Thursday in a snowstorm. The surgeon couldn't get to Green Bay, and he lives down here by you somewhere. He felt bad. I said, "Well, youpers can go through the snow. You know, we made it." So and I turned yellow the next day. He sees me on Friday. He goes, "Oh man." Your liver's going down, so they had to do emergency surgery on me on Saturday. Go in there and flush my liver, put a stent in, and
0: a stent in your liver.
1: A Stent in my little. There's, you have your liver, your pancreas. Thing. You, have your liver, <laughs> you have your liver, you have your liver, your pancreas, and your gallbladder area. You have a little tubey thing, I forgot they call that. They're all connected.
0: That's probably what it's called. A Tubey a thing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I didn't coin that one, but I did today, I guess. But they went and, and cleared it, flushed it out, put a stent there. So if there's any more stones, it's going to come through. And then Monday, I uh, they went in and re my uh, my extra gallbladder. So I have had two gallbladder surgeries, laparoscopic. So anybody who wants to get laparoscopic, you might want to just opened up and make sure they scoop the whole thing out. If they do that, they get so- it out. But then three days later, we had business after hours. At George Young's. George Young's. That's at, what
0: it was for? A business after bu- or was business A chamber a, event? Okay. chamber
1: event. Erica was hosting it. And I was feeling pretty good. Got some cocktails in me. And it was dueling pianos. And they were singing uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. And I took over. <laughs> Did not need a mic. And I sang the girls part. Stu sang the... the Stu, the, one of the originals for the Alpha Michigan Brewing Company, was singing the guy part. I sang the girls part. with a D-boys like to sing the girls part. And we were dancing and singing. People were wetting themselves I mean it was it was funny as hell you know and my doctor said you shouldn't have been dancing after three days of surgery because <laughs> I had stitches and I had, you know yeah. all the internal work but I, sound, I felt good yeah and from that day on I, I lost 30 pounds that year got down to 300 and then the cancer took the rest of the 80 pounds off
0: yeah and so, you were you were definitely you well you and Stu were the only two dancing it, in that
1: room correct <laughs> and we're both happily married by the way um but Man. but we had a fun you could tell we we're having fun yeah i actually signed autographs that night people i had they seen pictures there was pictures of me singing and dancing Do you remember the christmas trees and they had pictures of chamber members doing things there's a picture of me on one side singing dancing in a suit it was down in illinois i did a wedding down there and i was singing some blues brothers song i had my, my sunglasses on and microphone and three-piece suit and on the back side was jeff Ofstall. So it was like Christmas things on these trees. I still got it in my card. Nice. <laughs> but somebody says, Bob, would you autograph that for me? <laughs> <laughs> really. And this gal comes from a band. She she can really sing. But hey, I like to entertain. Yeah. But that was funny. Yeah, I, I remember that one pretty well. <laughs> Not my first time singing and dancing in in uh, Youngs either.
0: <laughs> so, um, you said you got a you got a couple of years left working yet? There yeah, was- I, st-
1: I want to. I still. Well, somebody's got to pay my bar tab. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You know, uh, you know, I used to run the—I um, was a realtor, and, and I shut my businesses down um, to run for state office, and I lost by that much, you know? And, I mean, Iron County came out 85% margin there, but Houghton County—and it's the largest area uh, east of the Mississippi, the UP, you know, for, for congressional seats— for house seats, state seats, you know, we have less population.
0: Oh, you mean largest geographical yes. area? Yeah, yeah. You know, that makes sense. East, yeah. of,
1: east of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You go, you know, Montana, you got one congressperson. You know, Montana is a different story. I mean, that's really desolate. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, I, don't know, I don't know where I was going with the story now.
0: <laughs> yeah, a couple of years left of work is where we started. Yeah,
1: I want, I want to sell things and stuff like that, but I don't remember exactly what I was going on. <laughs> chemo, brain. <laughs> Sorry. chemo brain. That's all right, man. Uh, but a couple of years left. I if I if I can sell, I like it. People's asked me to get back in politics. I really don't want to. You know, it's ugly in today's times. I don't want to get into it. You yeah. Know. But everything I did 20, 30 years ago. Hey, circle. Hey, Bob was right. You know. <laughs> oh, but you know, I, I did take very good percentage in, in Iron County and in, in Houghton County. I lost by the same percentage because that gentleman that beat me um, won by 85 percent in Houghton County. But then we became friends, and he's actually got a declaration when I was. You might even have been there um, when I was a chamber Iron County Chamber Director. The governor, the state rep, Scott Diana, who beat me, he signed it. And Tom Caspern, where they declared Buckskin Bob, a promoter of Iron County. And if I, can, if I like it and promote it, I can sell it. And I, I'm going to be a salesperson doing something. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> you know, and I've never really invented anything that I could go promote it and sell it myself.
0: Blues Fest. You did well with the Blues Fest for a long time, man. That was a cool event. You really built a cool thing there. Uh, No chance of that coming back. They're talking about it
1: now because they got a a little committee going on. Um, It takes more than one person to promote something. And Michigan laws suck for this. Wisconsin, I can make it happen in Wisconsin, because you really need at least a beer and wine tent, minimum, and in Michigan, you cannot get a beer license very easily, so you go to a nonprofit, and they're the ones allowed to make the money off the beer. And probably eighty percent of uh, an event, at least in UP, is off of beer sales. In Wisconsin, too, you know, beer sales is is big event. Mm-hmm. I mean, what event in Wisconsin you've been to with it with no beer?
0: Mm-hmm. None. So the yeah, so the the promoter or non- the creator only gets ticket sales and like that's it.
1: Maybe sponsorships.
0: Sponsorships and like but nothing things off, you sell, but, but, but nothing off the other. Nothing off the yeah. alcohol. Because Food, maybe. Food. Uh, but I that's did, probably a whole another can of yeah, worms, It is another right?
1: can of worms, too, because yeah. how much liability you went in that. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I made it happen. And one year, I think we lost money. But most of the years in 2019, it was really good. You know, I, you know, I had five The bags. last one? Yeah. Okay. You know, is was, was happening.
0: It was growing every year. Yeah. Um.
1: Still got a picture of you eating the Bluesberry Pie Eating Contest. Yeah. I usually put that on your Facebook page at your birthday in August. <laughs> yeah.
0: I lost that. I, I lost. I can't remember. To what a name, little kid, I think a little a girl. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: she could eat <coughs> a good pie. She oh, could oh eat some a good of them. Pie. What are you gonna yeah, say? exactly. <laughs> you know, I can't eat fast anymore, but I can eat. I can eat hot, and spicy, and I can eat different things, but not not fast. You know. Yeah. But yeah, we, we had uh, the vendors. You know, I charged. You know, we had a lot of vendors there that year. All the food people ran out of food, mm-hmm. so you know, beer people almost ran out of beer.
0: So and then uh, what I mean, COVID came and then you yeah, couldn't COVID host killed it a for few two years,
1: years, a year and a half. But two hundred fifty people, why host a party? And then you just decided. Then I had cancer.
0: Oh, All right, so I suppose yeah.
1: So this year would have been my first full year that I could possibly do it. Well, ten year old, ninety two year old, mm-hmm. working two jobs at at the radio station.
0: So are you teasing right now? An August
1: Blues Fest right now coming up next summer. There's a chance of it, but the July 4th committee, they've got a nice committee. They came up with a a committee this year, and they had a lot of workers there. Biggest July 4th in Iron County ever. They had 10, 8, 10 uh, food vendors, 20 uh, craft vendors. I was made myself. My grandson was the grand marshal. Not just the parade marshal. I was the grand marshal. Nice. I did the speech at at uh, at the village hall that day. At the flag raising, and I used to be a fireman there. I was an alpha fireman for seventeen years. School bus driver there, gun shop. People know me, alpha blues fest, and I was the guest speaker there, which I was pretty honored with that. You know, I didn't have to work it. I sat, drank bloody marys in the morning. They brought a bloody mary. <laughs> and they party. gave the speech at noon. I gave a speech. <laughs> <laughs> bloody marys at nine. Speech was at ten. I, don't quote me on it, but. I had at least one me. back to back. Yeah, back to back. But uh, so that with that committee, and then with the Sons of Legend, who has been in like like half of the more than half of the Blues Fest with Jay Davis, he was originally from there. He wants to bring it back as well. So I've got a maybe a committee a musician who knows how to wrangle stuff too, and he's been a big volunteer fireman there in Elf as well. So because I can't do it by myself anymore. I mean, I got people to work, but I had to be the supervisor. Mm-hmm. I need supervisors underneath me to handle the, you know, get colonel, then you got your majors, then you got the infantry, you know, <laughs> little soldiers. I used to be everything, so.
0: Yeah, that was pretty much a one-man deal. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was put tough. That, on. That, was, that was a lot for that event. But like you said, you had you would get good turnouts there.
1: I sang it every one. Yeah. That was part of it. Why did that band let just? Oh, well, because I'm paying them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did as a joke. But Pay for the it, mic time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that yeah. was always fun though, and I always did karaoke. You know, uh, I really right now my voice sounds halfway decent. I think it sounds deep enough. Just don't in, with with the liquid, my Wisconsin water. It's it's keeping me okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. You said you don't make saliva anymore, so you just gotta constantly just be drinking a little yep. something to. Yep. Keep All the time.
1: Okay. And then I produced mucus too because of no saliva. Your okay. body. So the first couple of months out of uh, treatment, I, I sat in my chair or bed with a little Tupperware so I could just drool into it. And it was not fun. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's different. And they said, well, you know, these chances, you, everything was going to happen. I hit the lottery, I had every one.
0: Well, I mean, you grew a second gallbladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Put that one out there. But even in my thyroid this year, you know.
0: Yeah. That had to be that'd be difficult for you for a while, man. I mean, you're you're as extrovert as extroverts get. Like you thrive off of people energy. That had to be tough for you for a while, kinda of being holed up.
1: A couple months I was two months in the hospital, then probably two months at home. Yeah. It, and then it started to get back out, you know, and, and I lost so much energy. I mean muscle mass.
0: Yeah. Social media was probably helpful. That probably kept you connected to people. Yeah, to
1: a lot of people, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, you like your alone time, but, I mean, you're extrovert, man. You, the people energize you. Oh, <laughs> so, it does.
1: It uh, does. You know, and I used to fall asleep at 4 o'clock, and now I'm, I'm, I can stay up to 8, 9 o'clock unless I purposely go out and do something, you know, that I make sure. Sure. Yeah, I regulate my, my time because I can wear myself out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get back in the ring fighting again.
0: <laughs> That's another spot where we were always firing ice, man. I'm a nine o'clock to bed guy. <laughs> and, spent, I was, <laughs> and I was out
1: till when you worked when we worked together. I was out probably till eleven o'clock, and we both got in there at six seven o'clock in the morning, and no big deal, you know. And you're in the bed early. <laughs> yeah. I'm still doing stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and and my wife, I, I'm 57 right now, and so I've been out for almost two years. Uh, from the cancer treatment. And I, and I said, well, you know, maybe it's time for it to slow down. She goes, you need to slow down like 10 years ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> where did I get that energy from? I, I mean, you've seen me. I mean, I, I was always a pistol. Yeah. You know, so, but it just, everybody's different. And, yeah. Uh, and our old boss always hated me in the studio because he said, Bob, get out and sell. <laughs> because if I like it, I can sell it. And go in there. I go into a, into a, uh, a business I've never been into before. It, you know the round Iron County, Florence County, Forest County, uh, Dickinson County area, and they're listening to telephone time. I've already got them in my pocket, you know. So, uh, do you miss radio?
0: That's a good question, man. I mean, you're I,
1: doing the podcast now, and yeah, and you, and you like the people, and in, and and you're in charge.
0: I miss the conversations. I miss the conversations more than anything. Um, and the podcast, uh, that's so. When I was thinking of the idea for the podcast, um, a lot of the conversations would ring through my mind because – that was by far the coolest part about that job—the the, the different people that I got to talk with and like get to know on a deep level, you yeah. know, like in on air and off the air. Like I can't count how many people I talked with. With
1: Michigan Outdoors, which is Wisconsin and Michigan Outdoors, you and Randy, Randy brought in people like biologists from Lower Michigan and oh, Lower awesome. Wisconsin, and one yep. played a joke on you. Said, "Hey, I'm coming up. I'm gonna go fishing," and you said. Hey, it's my wedding weekend. That was great. We we, we played a couple good jokes on you. Well, he goes, I guess I have to take Buckskin Bob instead. Yeah, he was such a jokester. (laughs) I forgot who that was, but Randy set that one up. Yeah, Yeah. Randy from uh, Wilderness Outfitters. That was that was a great show. But you got to meet dozens of people.
0: That was yeah. So that's what I that's what I missed. Uh, that's what I still miss with, is the the conversations. But that's not radio. That's such a unique thing. That thing lives and breathes by itself. You yeah. Know, like well, that. telephone
1: time has been on almost fifty nine years. Yeah. Three hours a day, six days a week, and you get characters and they die off. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Julius passed away this year. Remember Julius? Yeah. Always selling the safes.
0: I've thought about him, Yeah. I've There's thought some about other him. ones,
1: and I've cut people off. Um. I cut two people off this year. We call it the Bubbles List. <laughs> you remember her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a card in herself. I mean, I love her to a point, but when she gets that way, and you actually blocked her for a couple of times. And there's other ones you had to block because it just took up too much radio time, and, and it was negative. Well, somebody was being negative again. I pulled my my car over, dialed them on my carpet. I, I finally went digital on my car now. My other car had it, too, but now, Michigan, you can't. Uh, You can't talk and and drive. So I I get in the studio, and they put me right in. Hey, Buckskin Boss. They call me Buckskin Boss now. He goes, what? I said, put that guy on the bubbles list. And people all over said, what? What is that? Well, you know, you get out of hand. You know, I let people go for a long time. That's the way I'm not a mean person, you know. And you would get, you know. And the people (laughs) before you, too, were even meaner than you. And you were never mean. But, you know, sometimes when you're in public figure,
0: there were certain things that didn't need, that couldn't be said. Yeah. you know, across the airwaves to kids
1: listening. And, yeah, we had anybody from kids to, to yeah. ninety-nine. There's a lot of ninety-nine-year-olds listening. Yeah. And, you know,
0: and it's a, it, this, you know, it's a different environment. This is there's a different level of responsibility with that because the public t- tuned into a radio station. Public and, radio, and you, and you don't FCC know who's license, listening. FCC yep. license. This someone clicks the button they choose to listen they ch- they're the master of their environment they choose to listen and that's a that's a different level of responsibility yeah. that's uh, you know you try to entertain them but uh, if it's something that you know they don't want to hear if there's kids in the room or something like they're listening to it on the radio. Businesses are playing it like there's just certain things that just
1: yep. couldn't be said, you know. You know, we call it buy, sell, trade, community events, and I'm big into community events. You know, mm-hmm. I would have done the if I was a millionaire, I would have done the chamber job for free. I love promoting that stuff. You know, I brought yeah. in brought in flea markets and garage sales. I mean, city-wide garage sales. The place has never had it. Uh, you know, the Blues Fest, Blues Fest is one. Um, who knows what I did back then when I was a self-promoter. Mm-hmm. You know, I just love promoting and I still promote and I don't make any money off of the, the non-profits. You yeah. know, very minimal. You know, what are you paying for a for, uh, uh, newspaper ad? Why well, pay so much? Well, that's what we want too. Mm-hmm. So I, I made that kind of a rule, you know, so, but I'm still a promoting, but you and I worked together when, before I worked with you, I came in every Friday morning nine fifteen. We never talked, and you didn't know what things I had. And then you just we just played off each other. You and I could have went national.
0: <laughs> it was entertaining. It man. was I'm, very entertaining. People
1: loved it. I mean, I'd come in and, in the in the fall, like this time of year or, 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 or early winter, with the survival skills. You know what you have in your car. Remember that? And I and I would demonstrate, yeah. and people would understand. You know, over radio. Yeah. How to what kind of tools i had and stuff and then i brought in mushrooms and then i talked bear hunting ice fishing who knows what i couldn't talk about there's one job i wouldn't do i wouldn't ride a uh i would not ride a a live bull i would not become a professional bull rider i've done the fake ones (laughs) you know so
0: yeah that'd be a tough gig i mean i got a
1: friend that did it and he got broke his leg i've been put it this way i've been in the ring with the
0: wild bulls before
1: but you know like a rodeo clown would you
0: do the uh, would you do the thing where they draw the circle in the middle and then they put a bunch of chairs <sighs> in there?
1: That's called bull poker um, I, me, 10 years ago yeah I wouldn't do it because they, they put you in a bulletproof vest um, now no I couldn't even get in a martial art fight because my bones are so brittle and stuff like that I couldn't even get in a fight
0: a bullproof vest they give it that doesn't protect your neck
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you ever see them? They wear the thick vest. Yeah. That most of the bull riders now, and, and bull riders now wear a helmet now, 2 days They
0: can't. I, I
1: really doubt, yeah, the bull riders do. I really doubt they still
0: do that. Like, they used to do those crowd engagement things where they would put members of the crowd in that circle.
1: And you just have to sign a waiver.
0: And you're the last, I guess, yeah, you sign a waiver. But that's, my John Hancock's not going on that line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago, I d- definitely would have done it. <laughs> I mean, I've wrestled alligators, killed them with a pocket knife. I got a nine footer, 260 pounds. The mount's at my office, got pictures to prove it. Put my wife on top of it um, with the mouth opened, you know, because she was smaller than I am. She Good size gal, but she's still smaller than I was. I mean, it weighed the same as I did. But I got the, you know, I trapped it, caught it, killed it with my bare hands and a pocket knife, a Kershaw pocket knife, <laughs> you know. Um, when I, seniors, with, with your thing with uh, Ed the diver, and you guys are talking he, the sturgeon, and I sturgeon fish too. And I got mm-hmm. two of them this year. I got a twenty-six incher, twenty-six oh, really? incher, and a thirty-six incher in the Menominee River, which um, you can fish with either Wisconsin or Michigan license. You're only allowed one sturgeon a year. It's got to be sixty inches, so as big as little Ricky. You know, little Ricky's my measuring tape. Yeah. <laughs> Remember little Ricky? Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's like still going strong. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't fish with them as often because I got a real job. <laughs> Damn it, I got a real job. <laughs> But <clears throat> when, when I had all those part-time jobs, we go hunting, fishing, and yeah. you know, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not COVID, just cancer. You know. <laughs> I had to do that, you know. I mean, I sometimes I get in a coffin jag. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's not COVID. It's just cancer. <laughs> <laughs> just immediate. Just <laughs> I mean, I forgot to tell you this. Uh, February twenty eighth, I was in Rockford, Illinois, coming back from coming back from Chicago, Zion, staying at my buddy Pete's house, um, and they had uh, they had traveling stand up comedy shows. I came off the state off the off the floor and won second place.
0: Doing stand up?
1: Yeah, never done stand up before, other than maybe with you. I mean, what I've done is that kind of stand up, I guess. In a different way.
0: Kind of. Uh, the closest thing you do to stand-up, I mean, you're a very good storyteller. And that's uh, being good at stand-up is a lot of t- telling stories. You and know?
1: certain people take off with that storytelling, yeah. too, so or feed what, off the audience.
0: So what was your bit? What did, what did you talk about?
1: I talked about my cancer treatment. And I And I had an underdog shirt on, too, which I had the underdog tattoo <laughs> and how that came about.
0: <laughs> Out of how many people? How many people were in the contest?
1: I had, I had Five. But I mean, they were all on. They were already signed up. And I hear the first guy. I'm going. Yeah.
0: And were they like? Were they like actual like aspiring
1: comedians? Yeah, and, and they do a tour. <laughs> and I, I took second place. And if you <laughs> were, took first, and at the end of the year, you get to compete with everybody else. <laughs> I just came out of nowhere. And, and you just went. And you just, just went up there and just talked. Yeah. And you're supposed to do five minutes. They cut me off That's after a lot. fifteen. <laughs> I talked for fifteen minutes, and it was getting kind of dry.
0: <laughs> fifteen minutes long ways with no prep at all. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I can, you know, hey, you got just, second. Yeah. Uh, they must have just counted the first five.
1: <laughs> you know. Oh, and the, oh, it, it, it's also called. You do. I'm, I'm mistaken. You do five minutes, and I got cut off at ten, and then they do the <laughs> wheel of death. They have a thing. They have a little, a little, like a, a little wheel, and they get. Ideas from audiences, and they're pinned up there.
0: And then you got to like improv on it.
1: Improv on it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do five minutes of that. So I did actually.
0: Do you remember what your wheel landed on? What
1: was it? Your landed topic? on a guy in the audience. I roasted the hell out of him.